everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out of the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Baking Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. I am Rick Camp, and this is, as I said on social media, at I'm Fat Pod and at Rick C. Camp, this is a very special edition in a after-school special, maybe, kind of way of the I'm Fat Podcast. Jay, for the first time uh, in this podcast, it will not be me and Jay. Uh, Jay's tending to family things. He'll be back all is good, but I had to search wide, far, every which way to find the perfect co-host for today. And I ended up going with the person that everybody's probably heard me talk about more than they probably like, but now you're all going to get to know Sam a little bit because Sam is going to be doing this podcast with me. We are sitting at the kitchen table. And the dogs are in their beds right now. Looks like they're about to start sleeping. So hopefully that stays for the entire time that we're recording this at the kitchen table. We've got drinks. And uh, thank you for doing this with me. Of course. Thank you for having me. So what are we, first of all, what are we drinking before I get into all the propers? Okay, so we have tequila mules. Mm -hmm. We have tequila, lime, and ginger beer. And that's it. I thought it was like the perfect way to round out our Thanksgiving mule escapades yeah there were a lot of mules consumed uh during my week off of work at thanksgiving so we'll go over thanksgiving there's other things to get to maybe some who knows what's going to come up when we start talking because we haven't done it in this format before so i don't know quite where this is going to go but you should be following us on all of our social media at i'm fat pod i'm fat pod at gmail.com 708-858-3314 is the voicemail number. You can leave us voicemails. We're not going to get to any this week just because logistical issues with uh, me recording everything and doing all the stuff from my end. A lot of it's usually on Jay's end. You don't care. Whatever. (laughs) We'll get through it. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun today. Uh, YouTube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. No video this week either. So still though, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Like each video. That helps us out a lot. And even if you don't want to watch us, which I don't blame you, even though all the work that gets done from Micah with our video stuff is great, everything he puts with what we do is awesome. Even if you just want to help us out by opening a tab, starting an episode, muting it, and just letting it roll, that would be great. And then obviously subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, all that stuff to the regular podcast feed, rate it, and leave a five-star review. Okay. I think that's everything. Okay. Okay. Are you impressed that I did that basically off the top of my uh, head? Very much. <laughs> so I have my sheet next to me that I always do my prep on and I write all that stuff down, but then it's usually so far away from me, like out of my line of sight, that I end up just rattling off the top of my head anyway. Yeah, I don't think you looked at it once. Yeah. So since it's been a minute since we've done a pod and we do apologize for that and thank everybody for being really patient and understanding with between the holiday and our work schedules and everything going on with our families, that it was hard to get to to a podcast. So that's why we want to give you a special one this week. So this was, for Thanksgiving, my second time going down to Gillespie with your family. Yes. 
And it was much, much more sane for me this time around because we'd been dating for more than six weeks. Yes. I had met everybody in your family more than like once or twice. (laughs) Yes. So I guess we'll get to Thanksgiving food and everything. How do you think the week went like in general for everybody? I mean, it was better for me too. I didn't have a stranger driving down to see me. So that was wonderful. Um, Everyone was in a good mood. Food was the best it's ever been. We had a new toy to play with. The side-by-side was cool. Maybe I'll post one of the videos to either my social media at Rixie Camp or at I'm Fat Pod. But essentially, just like a four-seat, like if a golf cart was made to go off-road, yeah, it was a four-seater and it was freaking awesome. It was fabulous. Well, before they had ATVs and I think both of us thought we were too fat to ride them. So yeah. we were like, you know, oh, we're just not feeling it. So this time we were feeling it mm-hmm. um, and we did have a little bit of a seatbelt drama. Yeah, so couldn't go a trip without having a fat guy moment of, I tried to sit in the back seat, and I understand because of the nature of these things, the seatbelts are tighter on everybody. However, I had a roller coaster situation, but thankfully there were only a handful of people around and people who already knew I was fat and that I own it because I tried to buckle that seatbelt in the back seat. That sucker tried, but it had no chance. It was not reaching the buckle. So I had to uh, do the walk of shame from the back seat to the front seat, and your dad had to sit in the back seat, (laughs) which makes it like, even though your dad's awesome, it makes it even worse. That it's like an old man taking a spot. (laughs) That it's like, all right, Tubby, get to the back. Or get to the front here. I'll sit in the back because I have to. In all fairness, the seatbelt almost didn't fit me and I could not breathe for my first ride and I just didn't tell anybody mm-hmm. but I did take the front seat from that point on yeah you do what you have to but it was still it's a fun thing especially in a town like people like where's Gillespie uh it's like halfway between Springfield and St. Louis so like quite literally the middle of nowhere one stoplight there, yeah there's nothing to do outside of like on their property which is just to like mess around and do stuff in the house and whatever. We did look at Christmas lights. (laughs) We attempted to, yeah. Driving around, being told there were decent Christmas lights, and decent is a relative term. The funeral home looked great. Yeah, there was one place that looked good, and it was a funeral home. You know, because that's where you go when you want holiday cheer. Yep. But the main event was Thanksgiving. And, like, being around and seeing, like, all the women making everything that they're making was impressive just because of like it's not just that there's the stuff it's how much thought is going into the stuff so like you you have the job like you had the main event yeah you had the turkey and like everybody knows that who listens that i'm not the biggest turkey person however and i'm not just saying this because you made it and because you're sitting right here across (laughs) the table from me and could hit me uh it was like because turkey's always dry. It is. This was not dry turkey. And like, there was enough stuff. Like, there were enough herbs to yes. where there was, it was not dry and there was actual flavor to the turkey. I agree. And in true millennial fashion, I did get the recipe from TikTok. Nice. Um, so that helped. But butter, man. Paula Deen. Mm-hmm. You just slather that thing in butter on top of the skin, under the skin, and it's good. As long as you're not talking like or speaking like Paula Deen, then right, I think we're right. okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe my favorite thing that I had 
was the beef tenderloin. Yeah. And you took care of the searing of that out on I uh, did. out on the Blackstone out back, which was like, and there are a few sounds better than the sound of meat searing on a flat top. Agreed. So to get to watch the process, be there, smell everything, have the view, like, okay, yeah, there's the pond back there and whatever. Mm-hmm. That pretty much was it. That yeah. was like the moment. A full experience. Yeah. Because that the beef tenderloin is something you don't necessarily think of for Thanksgiving. But there's usually a secondary meat. To, usually. Like, in my family growing up, it was usually ham. Yeah. Like, there would be ham and turkey for Thanksgiving right. and Christmas. But I thought the beef tenderloin was awesome. Obviously, you did not have the beef tenderloin. I did take a bite. Oh, that's right. You did take I a did bite. I did take a it. bite. Yes. But my dad was never a turkey person, never a ham person. So we were like, what could we do to make this guy happy? And tenderloin is what it is um, with peppercorn gravy. And it was mm-hmm. delicious. And I did take a bite because I couldn't smell it all day and not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would that would have been not fair because you, no. were, you were handling all the searing of that. Yes. So, okay. Of everything else that we had, what was your favorite? Honestly, this year it was the turkey. And usually it never is. I used to never even touch it. Self-absorbed um, much? I know. I just love <laughs> love my work so much. Um, turkey, mashed potatoes are always good. So I would say the two of those. Anything that's a vehicle for gravy, though, is mm-hmm. good in my book. So I know you had to do different. You had to do like fake butter mashed potatoes. Last year I did fake butter. This year I loaded up on dairy pills. Smart. And did real butter. But we do two different stuffings. We do a meat stuffing and a no meat stuffing. There's sausage in the regular one, mm-hmm. no sausage in the no meat stuffing. You can be honest with everybody. What? How much of a difference is there when you taste like meat versions of things versus non-meat versions of things? In that stuffing, not a lot because it's really only the bites that have the sausage that matter. Mm-hmm. But when things are cooked, like tonight we had Swedish meatballs. Yours were so much better than mine because... The gravy was cooked in the beef and mine was cooked in chicken. So mm-hmm. it is a huge difference with those things. In the stuffing, though, it made no difference to me. Okay. There's one thing that you that you guys do that I've never heard of, and it's good, and it's the green glop. Yes. That you guys do. So, <laughs> like, what is green glop? So my sister makes it, and I'm probably going to butcher what's in it because I've never actually made it. Um, but it is, it's like, we call it green glop. It's a family name. That's not what it's called probably on the internet. And I truly don't even know what it is called. That might be dangerous to search too. I agree. Um, but it is just, it's a jello base with, I want to say whipped cream folded in. Yeah. And pineapple. Um, but we use vegan Mm -hmm. Jello because my sister's a vegetarian. She doesn't do gelatin. So it's less green than it used to be in past years. Um, but I think a lot of families do the pink version. We've just always done the green version and it's always been called green glop since the beginning of time. Yeah. The uh, the green version does not stink. So right. uh, can I, I, I think this is where, should, should we victory lap my part in this? And what was that? <laughs> Which is generally a fair question. <laughs> uh, dessert. Okay. And the fact that we brought, thinking, okay, we're heading downstate. There's not many of these available 
to be able to take advantage of. There is a Baker Square off of 75th. Or no, not off of 75th. It was off of 63rd? Sure. I think it was off of 63rd. Either way, it's in Woodridge. There is a Baker Square in Woodridge that we stopped at on the way. We did. And we got French Silk Pie. Two of them. Yeah, we got two of them for everybody so that also there'd be some, we made sure there'd be some leftovers for other nights so that we could have some, uh, have some dessert. And I know you wanted to talk about like the efficiency. It was so cool. We were thinking like we have the dogs in the car and we're like, who's going to run in? Like you run in, it's cold. I'll deal with the dogs. And we get there and there's a line of people. There's arrows. There's like a, what was that thing? It was like a storage locker. Like a storage locker with people outside running pies. It was nuts. Yeah, we thought we were going to have to go into the restaurant, but they really just had like part of the parking lot. It was like the COVID thing. Like it was very much like that. Yeah, there there were cones set up so that everybody just knew where to go. It's like, okay, if you want to actually go in the restaurant, go this way. But if you're just here to pick up pie, like 90% of the people at Baker Square anymore. Right. They had it set up so it was quick. And considering everything we were trying to do and just to get the hell down there and be able to relax. For one thing, good on Baker Square, the few of them that are left, for being able to do that. And two, French silk pie is awesome. And they were like $16 a piece, which is like free. Yeah, it's not bad at all for like that quality of pie. Like, I don't care that it's, like, a chain, whether it's local chain or what. I actually don't even know. Is Baker Square just local? Is that regional? I have no idea. Truly no idea. I will look that up real quick because I I don't know at this point. It may just be, oh, here in Minnesota, it looks like. So, okay. Very Midwest. Yeah, a Midwest thing, but a delicious Midwest thing. So, whatever. You also did have impact on the hmm. bread. We, yes, that there had, was bread. There was bread. Last year, there was burnt bread. Mm-hmm. I was nervous because there was a boy coming, so uh-huh. I burnt the bread. Okay. This year, there was bread on everyone's place setting, mainly for Bic, mm-hmm. kind yeah. of for my nieces who were very thankful for their dear bread when we yeah. went around the table to talk about who was thankful for what. Mm-hmm. That was the, um, anyone with kids knows that if they say something... That gets a reaction. They will run it they into the ground. Run, like deep in, dare I say, six feet under. Yeah. They will run that thing, and that's what deer bread turned into. And it's still going. Oh, yeah. It, to it, this day. Yeah. It uh, it resurfaced yesterday. It did. Of my deer bread, which is <laughs> directly turning into my deer annoyance. <laughs> and I don't think it's just me. No. I don't know. We're but, all very deer annoyed. Yeah. But like... So, the Shannon made cranberry sauce, and like something that I've established on this podcast for years is I'm generally a canned cranberry sauce, which I bought for you, and I forgot to bring it. I was going to bring it just so you could have both options. It's in the pantry. Um, But yes, my sister does make it from scratch, and this year she added a secret ingredient to try to get rid of that like bitterness mm-hmm. and that was blueberries not such a secret ingredient it's not a secret yeah um but it was amazing i thought it was the best one we've had yeah that was i think what was cool and it sounds like i'm just giving everybody like the verbal hj with this 
but like everybody agreed <laughs> that like this was the best version of everything this year because at least from my perspective of you know that I don't plan near as well or as early you as you don't? guys. Well, the fact that you guys do is also We plan insane. in advance. So we, I mean, I think we all started cooking like a good one week in advance, freezing yeah. what we could, bringing things down there because we also want to have fun while we're there and not like do all the preparation the day before. Sure. It was the easiest and smoothest Thanksgiving, I think, um, except for the roaster, which we forgot in Chicago. Um, but yeah. you know what? It worked out. Yeah, so it was, it was a lot of fun. I think that was, and just like the, the entirety of the week that we all got to hang out. There's enough space there where if we wanted to get time away, we could get time away. Right. There was the arcade machine where there were Pac-Man tournaments. And I realized how long it's been since I played and how right. brutal I am at Pac-Man. <laughs> I didn't all, even try. Also at the original Golden Tee. Right. I never played the original and I was horrific. Yes, you were. I can't putt for <laughs> shit. It's like, how did you turn a seven-foot putt into a 30-foot putt? Well, I just did. Yep. That's what you I was did. able to do. Like well, that. we have to go back to the chef dinner. Oh, that's right. We did forget about the chef dinner. And you know how we can go back? How we can transport ourselves? How? Well, we could just get maybe Jay's CX-30 or, or CX-5 from Mazda of Orland Park. 8910 West 159th Street in Orland Park. I mean, you get it. Jay has talked about his CX-5 and his CX-30 a bunch. And it's not just that. It's, sure, they're quality cars. They, they drive well. That's one thing I like about Mazdas is that it's more of a sporty drive compared to a lot of different yes. SUVs and crossovers that are out there. But it's also the service. Like Eric Vates is the goods. I've talked to Eric. Great dude. So you should too. You have Mazda of Orland Park. Call it 708-444-3200. They'll take care of you. Find the right car for you. And you know what? Just do right by you because in these times, and believe me, uh, my family has dealt with some horror stories recently. Finding a car dealer that you can trust to not only put you in the right vehicle, but keep that vehicle going for you is huge. So call Eric. Go to Mazda of Orland Park. It's MazdaOfOrlandPark.com. Okay. So okay. back to the chef dinner that we had, which sounds incredibly bougie. I realize this. But truly, when you're preparing for Thanksgiving, you can't really think about messing up the kitchen to make a whole separate dinner for 10 people. So we, in the past, had used this catering company. It's a husband and wife, and they do a full-on chef experience. The wife serves, the husband cooks, they do the dishes, they leave the kitchen better than it was when they got there. Um, so they came and they did a full, I think, four-course Mm -hmm. beautiful dinner for us yeah i just wanted to give them a shout out shiala's catering s-c-i-a-l-e-s catering.com was awesome and i'll be honest like everybody knows me new things not necessarily my favorite right but this menu had some things that i generally would shy away from but i pulled the j i just was like okay whatever it is i'm just gonna go for it and, and you didn't make the face. The face? There's a face when you taste something new, and I didn't see it. Like when I taste something new and I don't like it, or taste something at all? Something at all. The nose flare, the like the unsure mm. face. Okay. I didn't know I had this. You do. 
Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> so we started off with a butternut squash agnolotti, which had crispy pancetta, brown butter, toasted almonds, and sage. That and was good. It was really good. And I don't normally like butternut squash. Mm-hmm. And I think you've probably never tried it. I have. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I've had spaghetti squash before. Okay. <laughs> I am white. Christ. <laughs> then there was the Balkan carrots, which I saw this and I was like, okay. But spice slow roasted baby carrots, feta cream cheese, pita croutons, Pickled shallot cabbage salad and a roasted pep- a roasted pepper vinaigrette. That I think the the game changer was the feta cream cheese yes. because it was it was like was it whipped? It was whipped and it was like on the bottom and the carrots were resting on top. It was so beautiful and so fancy, but then you would taste it and it was just good. There was nothing weird about it. I feel like fancy food is often weird, mm-hmm. and this was not. And I don't think you picked anything out of that one either. No, I didn't. And then, I mean, the third one, you'll have to say what you got because we got different things. I got the grilled filet mignon, which was, I mean, like, let's be honest. You can't go wrong. Yeah. There was a Bernays sauce. The crispy potato pave was really good. There was a smoked tomato jam and charred broccolini. Uh, That potato pave, so... Correct me if I'm wrong. They it almost seems like they essentially like slice the potato and then push it together and like sear it again. I so want to say like I feel like together. they like probably bake it all in like I don't know a nine by thirteen, mm-hmm. cool it, slice it, and then go in and like they like, crisp it up yeah. somehow with butter. I had that too, so I had all the same things, but instead of the fillet, we had a cauliflower steak. How is the cauliflower steak? I mean, it's good. Cauliflower steak is not my favorite, only yeah. because, like, when you compare a filet to cauliflower, you're kind of still hungry afterwards. Mm-hmm. In this case, we had so much other stuff that we were fine. I loved it. It was delicious. Um, and, yeah, we still had the Bernays. We still had the potato, the broccolini. So good. But I think the potato may have been the star of that show yeah. for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the full. it's tough to top a filet. But I mean, for a number two, the that potato is like the best the co-star yeah. that you could have had for one of these. And then the last thing we had was the butterscotch and pecan upside down cake. Which again, something that you probably wouldn't have tried if you had right. a choice. Right. And I'm still not a huge fan of pecans. Yeah. Sorry. Or pecans. Pecans. Or however you say it. How do you say it? I say pecan. Okay. That's generally how I have too. I'm going to butcher the word of butterscotch. What is that? Anglaise. Anglaise with a with a blueberry maple reduction and vanilla, vanilla whipped cream. I swear to God I can speak. Blueberry like your perfume. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cologne. You, cologne. My, yeah, my cologne for one. Um, <laughs> so Sam got me Burberry. It's Burberry. Burberry. Hero. Hero. It smells really good. I got him like a fancy cologne for our anniversary mm-hmm. and he opens it and he's like, blueberry. Because I can read. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, not my smartest moment. One of them. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. There, there are many of those, but yeah. Sure. So like I was a little unsure going into that dinner, 
but it was really good. It really was. It was really good. So S-C-I-A-L-E-S catering.com. Check them out. I know they're based downstate. So if you're downstate, maybe St. Louis area like that, you know, around there, that's a terrific option. Uh, if you want to do something special for yourself, for your family, whatever, really great option there. Okay. Are we missing anything? Outside? Not on the chef dinner, but we do need to go back to the other pies that we had on Thanksgiving because we totally glossed over okay. some very good pies. Okay. So there were an apple pie. And a pecan and a pie. pecan pie. I didn't touch the pecan pie because I'm not a big pecan person. I didn't either, but I do know it. It's a staple. My mom makes amazing pies. Mm -hmm. um, it's my sister's favorite pie, and yeah. she, I think, ate half of it. Okay. Um, I'm sure she's happy that you told everybody that. She ate, like, two pieces. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and an apple pie. I actually didn't have either. So how was the apple pie? It was very good. Yeah. It yeah. looked good. The pie crust was fantastic. And it was a new recipe this year. So my mom will be very happy. Nice. Yes. So happy we got that out there. Okay. We got, a, we still have a lot that we want to get to. We do. Before we do that though, I do want to talk about Nick and Ivy. Because while we're sitting here and we're having drinks, I do think about Nick and Ivy and how... I want to take you there because you haven't been there no, yet. No, I really want to go. It's really cool. So Nick and Ivy Brewing, 1026 South State Street in Lockport. Like, the vibes are immaculate there. Like, you don't get the... Oh, I miss Jay because he would say, the vibes are immaculate, babe. Babe. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to save my comments. Um, <laughs> go to Nick and Ivy because what's nice about it is it's... A brewery where you get high quality beer, but you're not dealing with a lot of the pretentiousness of, well, I need as many hops as humanly possible in every beer that I consume, which right. cool. If that's your deal, good on you. They've got options for you. There's right. IPAs, double IPAs, probably triple IPAs, you know, whatever. But for people like me and Jay, they're maybe wimpier, a little more basic with our beer, you as well, then... There's more refreshing options for us. I know they have sours. Like I love a sour. And they have seasonal, including... Autumnal. Autumnal options. So, they and there's all the events. If you want to watch games, you can go to Nick and Ivy, which is cool. Because you can have high-quality beer, watch whatever game you want. The Bulls are actually winning a couple games, so it might be half worth watching them. The Blackhawks at least have Connor Bedard, because we have, can't go a podcast without a Connor we Bedard cannot. reference. We cannot. Uh, and the bears exist. So <laughs> those things, those are there for you. Open mic, like quality bands playing there as well. And what's cool is, yeah, they don't have food, but they let you bring in whatever you want. So there's all the businesses right around there in downtown Lockport that you can get food from. Or if you want something else and want to bring it, do your thing. Have some drinks, have some fun. Go to Nick and Ivy. Again, 1026 South State Street in Lockport. Okay, Sam, even though Jay's not here, I have to bring up something that was brought to my attention by Jay. Does it have to do with sports? No. Oh. Uh, it's a very troubling picture that was sent to me of Addie. Okay. I don't know where they were out at eating, and frankly, I don't care. Right. But for as much of a prodigy as Jay has made Addie out to be... Yep. Which she has really proven to be to this point. She has. For the podcast and for uh, the fat community. 
and I don't know if she's issued a statement on this yet, but <laughs> Addie was seen eating a salad. Addie Zawaski? I'm assuming she ordered it and was not forced to eat wow. the salad, but she chose to eat a salad. Wow. And the picture was taken with the salad in the mouth. Wow. So there's no denying <laughs> the consumption of a salad. Correct. So I just want to bring this up to everybody. And I just hope that um, Addie is taking the right steps to get back to where she needs to be. Sure. I bet she is right now. Yeah. She's thinking about this. She's thinking about what she's done. I hope so. I hope so. I know Jay and Hope are good parents and they will lead her back on the right path. Yes. Although I have been known to eat a salad. Yeah. Well, there's some we can only help to a certain point. I've also forced you to eat a salad. Well, yeah. That has happened on occasion. Yes, it has. Not very often, though. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Well, um, to make up for Addie, within the I'm Fat Podcast family, we got another appearance from our guy, Harrison Gord. Yes, we did. And he brought friends. He did. Uh, he showed up, and we knew it was him because he was fat. Sure he was. And you went and got some of the uh, peanuts that you had. I do. I have a shelf that has peanuts for the squirrels, mainly Harry. And I did. I, I fed them. And you almost caused a fight. I did. Because there was Harry. It started out as Harry and one other squirrel that was not as big as Harry. He does not have a name yet. Right. Maybe we'll work on that if he makes more consistent appearances. Depends on if he bulks up. Right. Yeah, he's got to earn his spot. But the thing is, Harry held his ground. Yeah, he did. Harry basically told that guy to shove off. These are my peanuts. This is my turf. This is where I eat gourds. This is my peanut lady. Right. So I I appreciate Harry for defending his turf and his food. I, I agree. I did get a little bit mad because I think there is enough for everyone. Um, so I did throw a peanut at him, and he... <laughs> he probably thought it was a good thing. <laughs> he shaped up. He did. He shaped up and then brought another friend. Oh, so by the end, there were three? There were three. And they were all getting peanuts. Yes. And no fighting by the end of it. Correct. And you were unloading groceries. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> that I was, because there was cold stuff that needed to get into the fridge or freezer. Yes. And you were And I was swamped. I was very busy. Yeah, feeding squirrels. Yep. Okay. So that is your Harrison Gord update that you didn't know that you needed. Uh, I actually went to a new place last week. Yeah, because we're recording on Monday. So that was last week. I went to Greek Islands at 200 South Halstead. And I had not been there. I know a lot of people have. And there's also a location in Lombard over by the Target. So like kind of near Yorktown Mall. Maybe like quarter mile away from it i know greek food is your thing i love greek food so i know you were jealous i had the uh the old chicken kebabs and it was just pieces of really well like grilled juicy chicken Mm -hmm. with little pieces of bell pepper and onion and then it was just like laying in the juices yes it was did it have rice you could have gotten rice. Oh, you pick. Oh, you picked the potato. I picked the potato, and first of all, the, the like the chicken was fantastic. 
So this was a situation where for work, we basically got a table and people would come in and out over the course of a couple hours uh, just to like talk shop. So sitting there and basically getting to take my time eating this chicken and what, you know, what we had gotten for apps and stuff, it was phenomenal. Like, cause yeah. we eat a lot of chicken. Yes, we do. So to like have something different that like was that much of a standout. And kebabs are tough cause usually the chicken is very dry on a kebab. Right. To That's... cook the veggie and the chicken, usually the chicken sucks. Yeah. And having it sitting in the juices probably is also there to kind of try and counteract that a little yeah. bit. So whether it was natural or whatever, I don't care. It was fantastic. And then the potato that I had was like a Greek roasted potato to where it was like juicy and so flavorful that I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This thing is like one of the best, like basically non-mashed potatoes that I've had in a long time. And Greek people feed you. Like it's not one little piece of potato. Right. We we got like two chunks. Yeah. So that place was fantastic. The Saganaki was good, but it's... Oh. Yeah, we got Saganaki, of course. I love Saganaki. And like a little hummus platter and whatever. So, I mean, we were eating. It was really good. And I know I didn't really have a ton of Greek food until we started dating. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's... That's good stuff. So maybe good at some point, we'll have, yeah, we'll have to go to the one in Lombard. Yeah, I'll let me look up the address for the one in Lombard. The or one I'll drag you... you to the city. Yeah, that too, because at least that one's right by the highway. So easy. Yeah. Yeah. So two hundred South Halstead, and then the Greek Islands. I'm definitely not typing as we're doing this. And Lombard is three hundred East Twenty Second Street. So it's just east of highland and 22nd so basically if you're coming from the highway you go past yorktown you'll feel like you probably went too far you haven't yet you hit 22nd street you hang that right and it's there on your left hand side so greek islands is a uh, definitely a recommend for me now one thing that i saw as well that i thought was interesting this week Subway's in the news, because I believe Subway got bought by the company that owns Jimmy John's, which is fascinating. Yeah, I heard that this week, which is interesting. All of a sudden, like outside of the actual subs themselves, like what's an actual reason to go to Subway? The cookies. Correct. The chocolate chip cookies. Really, the only reason to go to Subway would be the cookies. Yeah, or it's the only thing in the spot. Like I would get it at the train station sometimes. Yes. When I just, like, didn't want, you know, I'd kind of worked my way through the other stuff in the right. food court at Ogilvy. How would you feel about a foot-long Subway cookie? I would feel a little bit embarrassed about consuming it, but I would definitely give it a whirl. Especially for a train ride home. I'm like, sure, that would be gone. By the time I got back yeah. to Lombard, absolutely. See, I'm a clo- I'm more of a closet eater. I could never consume a foot-long cookie on the train, mm. but I absolutely could at my kitchen table. What if you were on like the top level of the train where there's probably fewer people? I would probably like anxiety assume that someone's watching. Interesting. Yes. Unless I was with someone alone, never. With someone more acceptable. Okay. What if you were drunk? Yes, I would consume the cookie. I want to be sure on that. So that's good to know. So I don't know when this is rolling out or how much it's going to cost. But 
a foot-long Subway cookie, uh, you have my attention. Uh, that may actually be how we always talk about you get the main thing at a certain place to get the side. Right. That, I think that's what Subway's going for is, sure, we're kind of yada 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 our our subs, but we're totally slicing everything fresh. Um, yeah. But come for the foot-long cookie. Yeah, absolutely. And I might just have to say okay at some point. Go for it. You can bring me one home. Yeah. But really, if you want the good baked goods, you go to Fredo'sBakery.com. Absolutely, you do. Because <laughs> I know that you, your sister, and your mom, like, if if I, if any of us did anything wrong, like, like, your brother-in-law, your dad, or myself did anything bring wrong. Bring us a goddamn Fredo's brownie. Yep. Not Absolutely. just one. You can order, like, two pounds of those. Yes. Oh, like, they're so good. And there's a crust on top. They are mm-hmm. so good, especially cold. Yes. And they're easy. So if you want them cold, great. If you want them warm, very simple warming instructions, all that stuff, individually wrapped. So you can then give them as gifts or more likely keep them for yourself. Mm-hmm. Fredo'sBakery.com. And then you should also just be going to Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. We did that not too long ago. We're like regulars over there nowadays. Yeah. I got to see Joe and Joe's the best. I know I mentioned it here and I always mention it. Just like people that are passionate about what they do. Excuse me. It comes through (laughs) in what they do. Jay's usually the burper. So I'm just making up for it. You know, like the passion comes through in the food. You're enjoying this, aren't you? Yes, I am. Okay. Well, either way, the food at Fredo's is good. It is very good. <laughs> okay. The I'm Fat line of products, the burger, the grilled cheese, the pizza, fantastic. I can't speak to that, but they look so good. And that barbecue sauce, that whiskey I barbecue sauce that. is so good. It's fantastic. They're chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. Very good. I got good. the buffalo ones. Mm-hmm. Those are fantastic. Like, that barbecue sauce is legitimately up there, maybe on, like, my podium of favorite barbecue sauces I've ever had. Like, a whiskey barbecue sauce is always going to hit for yeah. me. The mozzarella sticks. Oh, like The yes. shakes. I still haven't had a shake. I never have had a shake from there. Maybe the next time we go, shakes. I do like Andy's. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. I'm, I'm shake. Cool. I'm glad I'm really twisting your arm with this one. I know. I'll bring my dairy pills. Okay. But uh, go to fredo's culinary kitchen 628 south roselle road in schaumburg if you're doing shopping out by uh by woodfield like that's a great spot to go it's not far at all make make sure that you go there if you're like from the south side and you don't you know you're more by jay but you're going up to woodfield make sure to stop over yeah it's so good you will not be disappointed the portions are huge the quality of the food is fantastic like we go there all the time now like it wouldn't. It's not just because they're a sponsor. It's because it's fantastic. So, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, Fredo'sPizza.com, Fredo'sBakery.com. Take care of everything for the holidays because you are running out of time to do so. Okay, we're gonna get to ask the fats in a minute. I just want to open the floor to you. Do you have any food gripes with me? Or Jay, that you would like to get off your chest? I do. I'm so glad you asked. I have a lot of gripes, period, that okay. I would like to air out. Number okay. one, mm-hmm. how much time do we have? Um, Probably not enough for all of your gripes. Okay, got it. Okay, so number one, mm-hmm. I do watch football sometimes. Okay. I do listen to the Kelsey podcast. Yeah. I do 
watch basketball. Okay. How many episodes of the Kardashians have you watched with me? Uh, zero. Right. Okay. To be fair, have you asked me to watch an episode of the Kardashians with you? Well. Oh. Maybe. I'm afraid to. Somehow I know that. <laughs> I don't think you being afraid of me is a thing at this point. Okay. On to food grapes. Okay. Peanut butter, I can get past. I'm okay with that. Oh, the tail. Oh, is Foster going to poop? <laughs> the tail's a pumping. Okay. Uh, one of the dogs might poop while we're recording, which I would have put it like a 50-50 shot before we started. Okay, back to food gripes. Yeah. I don't really have many. I do let you be you and you let me be me. Yeah. Um, But some of the pickiness is a, a struggle for me. I get it. You can't make soup until it's cold outside. Okay, do you ever want soup in the summer? Yes. That's messed up. Okay, (laughs) and that's fair. But sometimes you just want a light dinner. Sure, there are other ways to have a light dinner than soup. But they're also so easy to make because you just like zhuzh everything in one pot. Mm -hmm. So I think that that might be, that's one Okay. Um, definitely the no Chinese food is my biggest problem with you. The thing is, I will eat it. Just like, just like you say you watch football and you watch basketball. It's not your favorite thing to do, but you'll do it because I like it. Sure. I'm willing to have Chinese food because I know you really like it. It's but your the favorite. the difference is, huh. is that I'm like nice about it. And you're like, it's fine. I'll do it. It's fine. I'll just get something dumb. I'll get I'll get four pot stickers. Meanwhile, I'm ordering like egg foo young and chicken teriyaki and my chicken chow fun and you just order your pot stickers and make the face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go with that because it's, <laughs> I'm willing to you know like I'm just like if you want it, there have been many times where I've said, if that's what you, because we're like undecided. I know, but I feel bad. I just feel bad and then I get what you want. That's sure. a me problem. But you don't have to. I know, and that's a me problem. Okay. Look at us. Yeah. Do you have food gripes with me? Other mm-hmm. than the no beef? Is that a gripe? Not really, because when we first started talking about that, when we first started dating, I was like, Oh, I'm never going to get to have these things. But you're really good, and it's nice of you that you're willing to, like, make two versions. of Like the meatballs tonight. Yeah. You're willing to make a meat version and a not, or, well, a beef version, a beef version and a not a, yeah. beef version. So the fact that you're willing to do that, like, pretty much wipes out whatever I got. Oh, good. So, yeah. Thankfully, there's nothing on uh, on my end here. Great. That's, Did, how, that's what I like. Cool. Did you uh did you have fun doing this? I did. Cool. I was very nervous. I know we were. Before we started I was uh, buzzing around the house. Yeah, you were like, oh, let's do this. Let me make a drink. Ba 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 ba. Let's do you know, like there, there's all this other stuff. Let's make sure and I appreciate it because you want to make sure it's perfect. Yeah. Which is something that I appreciate that you're good with in like anything that you're doing, which is part of the reason you're really good at your job. But uh I was just like, can we just just do the podcast. <laughs> like I'm like, me, wait, I gotta go to the bathroom. I have to make a drink. Yeah. I, let me put the dog beds in the kitchen so they don't clip around. Right. Clip? 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 I don't know. Clip, clip. Right. It's either an Under Armour commercial or it's a Christmas thing. That's they a did real so deep good. cut. 
Yeah, they the did. The boys did so good. Yeah. The dogs are uh, 16 and 11, so they are... 13. Huh? Isn't he 13? I thought you said 11. I have no idea. Ah, whatever. Either way, they're old, they're both in diapers, and they are prone to, like, causing chaos. So the fact that they haven't during this is a big win. I'm going to come back, and it's going to be time right now for Ask a Fat. Ask a Fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Ask a Fat is brought to you by Charlie the Bacon Guy, and here he is with this week's bacon report. This week's available flavors are maple pepper, Nashville hot, red wine, jardinera, and buffalo. Ready by the end of uh, next week, maybe Friday. Cheddar bacon, cherry Dr. Pepper, beer cured, barbecue, and more French toast. Coming soon after that, rosemary, curry ginger, Sazerac, maple espresso, and ranch. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, spicy, and apple butter has also been requested, so I'll be making that this week. Looking forward to doing that again. That's a fun new flavor. If you missed any of those flavors, just check out the website and see what's available, charliethebaconguy.com. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Charlie is the goods, and if you are not going to charliethebaconguy.com, you're just kind of doing it wrong. Whether it's the holidays, whether it's bacon in general, you should be doing it. And my second surprise today for this podcast is joining me to answer your email questions is Charlie, the bacon guy, Charlie, thank you for coming on. And I'm so happy to hear that with the launch of the website and that, like, honestly, it looks fantastic that, uh, it's serving you well. Yeah. Thanks Rick. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to do this. Happy to jump in for, uh, Fill in for Rick for uh, for Jay for a week, and uh, the website has been uh, monumental and very helpful for my mental stability of answering all the DMs and text messages and phone calls and emails uh, about orders. So uh, we're we're looking upward here. So things are going in the right direction. So you're not comfortable with everybody sliding into your DMs, like you haven't learned how to manage multiple people in that regard. No, I've gotten too good at it. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations on that front in whatever context it may be. All it's right. all meat related. So isn't it always? So no voicemails this week. We know there are voicemails. We're going to save them for next week. Honestly, part of the logistics of this week and the fun of it is uh, I got to figure out how to be able to air them so that Charlie would be able to be hear them from my side. So we're going to go straight to emails, and thankfully, there are a lot of them from uh, the last couple weeks. So, Charlie, let's get cracking. Let's do it. All right. The first one is from the man with the fattest name known to man, John Gallioni, my guy. He said, hi, guys. I was ordering a steak, egg, and cheese bagel from McDonald's last week. And while it's one of my favorites from the breakfast menu, I hate how there's two pieces of cheese on it. Considering that they put breakfast sauce, a.k.a. Bernays from a can, on it, as well as salt on the steak, which is for sure a steakum and the sautéed onions. The whole thing is very decadent and very salty. It doesn't need two whole slices or orange-yellow goo melted on it. So I wish I could get the filet of fish slice of cheese on it, which is like two-thirds of a normal slice. That brings me to my question. If you could change one thing about a favorite fast food menu item to make it perfect, what would it be? That's a tough one. Um, I'm not too big into fast food, but, uh, my wife and kids are, they're big McDonald's folk. Um, I'm into kind of whatever spicy chicken meal 
sandwich they have and uh, mm-hmm. just keep your lettuce and tomatoes elsewhere. I don't, I don't want any of that on my sandwiches, on any of my burgers, none of that. That I would say, just take, take anything from the garden and pitch it. Yeah, that's, that's fair because everybody knows I'm the same way in that regard. I think another thing for me is just like bad sauces on stuff. I'm trying to think of something in particular where I'm like, if this had either a good version of the sauce, it's trying to be, or, and I'm not trying to be unrealistic either. It's still going to be a fast food version of a sauce, but like either that or a different sauce. Now, mind you, I'm a barbecue sauce connoisseur. So a lot of times for me, it's boy, if this was in, this had barbecue sauce instead of like some garlic aioli or something like that, or just something mayo based, like get your mayo based sauces out of my face. That that's just kind of a, a general rule for me, whether it's in fast food type things or really restaurant food as well. Yeah. Like the McDonald's McChicken has mayo and lettuce. First of all, lettuce, see you later. And there's always too much mayo on it. And it, and it like just gets in the mustache and I get yelled at that, uh, that I didn't wipe my face or whatever. So just ease up on the condiments a little bit, but also make something better. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to be throwing all those condiments on there in that quantity, make it a good condiment. Like just make it make sense. You right, should just next... put bacon jam on it. Oh, of course that yes, that's the rule. Just get, okay. So McDonald's, you just need to hire Charlie, get his bacon and do it that way. That makes a lot more sense too. And we'll or make the Culver's money. insider. Yes, we do have the insider. Mm. Just saying. It seems like a match that should be made in heaven. I don't know. The next one is from Ryan. It says, Fats, I overdid it at Thanksgiving. Way beyond my normal. Not feeling good this week. Bloated, backed up, weighted down and feeling, dare I say, feeling like I need to eat a salad or something cleansing. Do the fats have a go-to food after overindulging? No, I no, I don't. No, I just kind of let it let it marinate, let it let the process happen, and get back to good old routine eating. Yeah, if I'm if I'm feeling backed up or something, maybe not right away, but something spicy. Give me oh, yeah. my my way to work towards that is. Is, you know, like I've said before, I got tricked into a blazing wing once. You know what it did? It cleared out my sinuses. You know what it also did? Cleared out everything else. So if I'm in that type of thing, maybe not right away, I would hope that there would be some, you know, just natural happenings that would take care of that itself. But if push comes to shove, give me something really spicy and I'll take that pain over, you know, a medicated thing or anything else that would really probably loosen you up or, or, you know, just try and make you feel a little bit better. Maybe some stretches, stretches tend to help move things around. Yeah. Like they do that with kids, like with babies, you always got to, yeah, I always the see the kicks, video. Yep. Yeah. I always see the, um, TikToks where it's like the baby farts and it's, you just Love like that. move, move them around in like the circular motion or get the bicycle yep. kicks going. Just basically anything to get their torso moving and it moves things around and things seem to vacate. 
It, it's true. And if you know, you're like any specific person doing this podcast right now, you just have a glass of milk and everything comes out anyway. <laughs> well, then you've got something in common with Sam who did the first part of this podcast with me. Perfect. That's for sure. All right. This one's from Mike. Saw this online and thought it would be a good, would you eat this question? It's a Thanksgiving variation on the traditional beef roll, which is a better version of the beef and jardinera pizza Jay had recently mentioned. Jay, and we'll, we'll, we'll pass the message along to Jay. Jay, next time you're in Joliet, try the beef roll with jardinera with a side of au jus and red sauce from Marshalloni's on Barney near Babe's Hot Dogs. That sounds awesome. Yep, that's uh, one of those no bad words there situations. Yeah, I mean, beef roll with Jordan, man. And the interesting thing, too. So one thing that I've I've come up with recently, and it just depends on my mood on the day. If And I've thought about this in terms of grilled onions as well. I might not want the grilled onions because of the texture on my food when I'm eating it, but I want it cooked in it because I, sure. want, I want it to sweat all over my food. I want that flavor in there. Sometimes just the jardinere juice. Just give me that hot jardinere juice. And like, if I have a beef where it is packed to the gills and I know I'm going to make a huge mess if I actually pour all the jardinere on there. And while I do like having some of the crunch, sometimes I might put less of the actual stuff there and substitute some with just the juice. Yeah, that juice uh, is a difference maker, uh, especially if you have that crunch. Um, but if you don't want the crunch, you just do a little dipping into that uh, Jardinera liquid, that oil and and vinegar bit they got in there. Mm -mm, mm -mm -mm. All right. Next one is from our guy, designer Mark, Mark Allen Fishman, our guy. He says, hello, Fats. It had been forever and a day since I'd had Jersey Mike's. Threw on the pod last week uh, while I was talking to the 12. Hmm. Threw on the pod last week while I was taking the family out to dinner. Shout out to the South Fork in Orland Park. Your exuberance towards Jersey Mike's was infectious. I turned to my wife and suggested we get it for lunch today, and she agreed. Sorry to say it didn't quite meet us with the zeal which, with which you described. But hey, you do you, right? My wife got a number 12, and I got the Philly. They were fine, but not rush back worthy. For what it's worth, we both strongly suggest Penn Station East Coast subs should either of you gents pass by one? I know there's one in the North Burbs and one right over the Indiana border by us, Jay. Of the chain sub stops, it's number one on both our lists. Also, point to you both for the sharpest bread jab at Potbelly. I break checked myself due to the laughter on that one. Okay, I'm going long. So question, what fast foodery do you always give a second, third, 20th chance, but just never quite does it for you? That's a tough one. Uh, like I said, I'm not a big, uh, not a big fast food guy. Um, what if we add fast casual? Yeah. I, I'm still just a kind of eat at home person, you know, but I'll eat, you know, eat with, with the family when they go out and they want to go to McDonald's or they want to go to Chipotle, um, Culver's, uh, that's our road trip, uh, stop is Culver's. We did that over Thanksgiving. Cheese curds on the road is pretty clutch oh, when everybody's yeah. sleeping. I don't really know. I don't think I have an answer for that one. Okay. I think mine's Chipotle because it's fine, but I yeah, still that's... never find myself wanting to go to Chipotle. Like I, if I have the opportunity and I have both options of fake Mexican food available, 
I will go to Qdoba. I just prefer the flavor profile there a little bit better. And like every once in a while, I'll be like, you know what? I really need to like go into Chipotle with more of an open mind and be like, sure. it's not bad. I just, it's whatever. I could easily live without Chipotle. Yeah, it's Chipotle's good. It's never blown me away. Um, I, I I think I get the same thing every time where my wife doesn't even have to ask me what I want when we're ordering it. And we always order pickup. We we almost never eat there uh, anymore, um, especially with the girls and trying to manage that situation. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, they don't even finish all their food anyway. So how good could it really be if the kids aren't going to eat it? Right. And it's chicken and rice and cheese. How could they screw that up? And the kids still won't eat it. I will agree with Mark on Penn Station. I think when we were talking about sub places, I didn't mention it because I know there's not many of them. So I'm looking up right now uh, where there are locations. The the one on Butterfield, I think, right? Yes, that's the one that I go to. So, okay. So let's see here. If we're looking in, as I'm typing as we go, uh, looking in, so there's one in the one in Lombard that's 801 East Butterfield. So that's like, if you need markers, that is past the Benihana before you hit, uh, before you hit Dick sporting goods on yeah. Butterfield. Uh, there's one in Skokie on Carpenter road. Sherville is the one that Mark mentioned, uh, South Bend and Mishawaka as well. Like the bread at Penn Station is really good. Like I, I think all the ingredients are good. The fresh cut fries that they're making right there are really crispy, really light, and I like those a lot. But I really think the bread makes a huge difference. Yeah, I think my my go to sandwich there is their Reuben, um, and I'm just a sucker for Reuben. That was my favorite sandwich for a while, and then I started making bacon, so now it's BLTs. Um, but you know the 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 Reuben is is number one for me there. All right. Last one we'll get to today. And thank you to everybody for sending in your emails. If you've left a voicemail, we got you. We'll get to uh, voicemails next week. This one's from Michael. So, Hey guys, I want to piggyback off Jay's comments about the super annoying novels that people write on their recipe pages before getting to the actual recipe. I don't know if you have noticed this as well, but one equally annoying thing that drives me crazy are the reviews. Of course, when you're on Google choosing a recipe, you gravitate towards the higher reviewed ones. But if you look at a lot of the reviews, they're just people on the blog giving it five stars and saying, this looks so good or can't wait to make this without even making it. Makes me makes me twice as mad scrolling through nine paragraphs of text on a recipe just to have a bunch of fake reviews backing it up. That That is a completely fair statement. I am the... Uh the main cook in our house uh, and I get sent recipes uh, from my wife all the time and I click on the link and it takes me an hour and a half to get down to the recipe, even with the jump to recipe button, which should actually just jump to the recipe. Um, And and I don't care about her story or, or, you know, the, the cook story or whatever. And the reviews, the reviews are all short and not helpful and, Every cook is different. The way that you're reading and interpreting the recipe that how they wrote it could mean, you know, you're doing it an entirely different way or you don't understand what julienne means or sweat or whatever saute definition you have. Um, and that's the the actual cook in me knowing what 
I've dealt with over the last 15 years. Um, but, but it's, it's how you perceive the recipe and why are people reviewing the recipe online when they can, unless they have the exact same product and the exact same pan and the exact same stove and the exact, you know, the humidity and everything can play a part in it too, especially if you're doing doughs and, and things like that. But yeah, reviews on, on that. I'm out. Are you on TikTok? Yeah, I think. Do you, do I have you, a TikTok. Uh, Okay, do you follow or on any social media chef reactions? Uh, Is that the guy guy? who wears the chef coat and he's like, yeah, this is great. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, like the guy, I think he has glasses, like dark. He kind of looks like he's sitting in his chef office, you know, after a rush or something or or whatever and just kind of commenting on people. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, I love that guy. It's 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 so it's so simple and it's it's a great bit for him. But uh, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm always I'm always here for it, and uh, and Charlie, I'm always here for you and your bacon and your content. And thank you for uh, for sitting in and ask and answering some questions with me. Hey, happy to do it. Anytime you guys need an extra thoughtful or you know less thoughtful brain, uh, I'm always here and happy to help. Thank you to everybody who's listening. Thank you to uh, my girlfriend, Sam, for doing most of the episode with me. And I hope everybody enjoyed that conversation that we had as well. Keep an eye on our social media at I'm Fat Pod for updates on, uh, you know, we're going to try and get back to the normal schedule this upcoming week. I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Send in your questions, 708-858-3314 for the voicemail line. I can guarantee next week there's going to be a lot of voicemails we are going to get to. Patreon and Spotify. I didn't mention that off the top because I'm an idiot. So if you'd like to contribute, that's a way you can do that. Also, youtube.com slash I'm fat podcast, subscribe and like each video. And if you really want to go the extra mile that we'd really appreciate, we have to have so many hours that people have listened to, to be able to do more uh, with YouTube. So even if you don't really want to watch, if you're more of a listener to the podcast, throw it in a tab, mute it and just let it roll. It all counts the same for us. So whatever. Uh, Also, Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe to the regular podcast feed, as well as leave a five-star rating and review. And I forgot I'm fatmerch.com because again I'm a moron. And I'm trying to do this without looking at my paper where it is written down, and I fall apart without Jay, apparently. So of course, you know, the sale for November is over, but you can still get our stuff or whatever stuff you want off of T Public. Just use our link to go there. We get a kickback, and that's awesome. And the best thing you can do is check out our sponsors like Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda Vorman Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. So for Charlie and Sam, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. Cool. Cool, cool. Okay. Should be should be a hoot.